in order to relate to others, you need to make it real. Because real life happens when you're too busy trying to get with your life. So you cannot put everything on the same back and mass produce. You need to relate to people and things they can understand. You are such a Welcome back to You're Such a Catch. So much going on, so much to unpack. Thank you to all my loyal listeners who participated in my focus groups this week. You guys, big things are happening. I am trying to, you know, morph this podcast into some sort of business. And today you're going to hear about my first strategic partnership. Can you guess who it's with? <laughs> but before we get into that, have you liked, subscribed, and followed this podcast, You're Such a Catch? Have you gone on over to You're Such a Catch Unfiltered? I published my first video recording. Everybody in the focus group said, Erin, get on video. So I got on video. I tested it out on You're Such a Catch Unfiltered. I talk about, oh, you guys, stop it. I talk about that DM that I sent, you know, the multiple choice ones, my unfiltered listeners know. So I slid into somebody's DMs and left a very long message with a multiple choice and forgot to give option C, which we shouldn't even gotten to option C, but I digress. Like it's crazy. So anyways, I do my first video recording on You're Such a Catch Unfiltered. It is there. It is live hop on over five dollars you can have access to that and everything else um, and you're helping me because the pledge that you make i use for my editing for the software that you have to have to podcast so you are helping me make this podcast a continual thing um so for my listeners who are already on there they've already made their pledge i love you thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening and here we go. Now you're going to hear about my first strategic partnership. So it is with none other than Susan Ibitz. You probably have already, you know, heard about her through my podcast. Maybe you saw her read my face live uh, on Eric Henley's YouTube channel. Uh, and she and I, oh my God, we have been like having the craziest Zoom sessions, just planning, preparing. We have wild ideas, you guys, and we are making these ideas come to life. Susan is like so far advanced when it comes to like where I'm at and things. Like she has live recording down packed. She um, has a backdrop and an outfit and accessories for everything. Whereas I'm like, uh, what do I do? So here's the deal. She's guiding me. We are going to be doing a live show. Yes, you heard it. Live show. You heard it here first. It's called Barbie and the Devil. Do you know who's who? Mm. <laughs> and you guys, we have started the School of Love. So if you want details on that, we're going to give you a little bit of insight on this episode here. But if you want details, hop on over to my website, you'resuchacatch.com backslash School of Love. Check it out. And shortly here, we will be launching Barbie and the Devil. So... All of those details coming right up. Tune in, listen, like, enjoy. 
So what my listeners don't know is that behind the scenes, you and I have been working very hard. I mean, you, I don't even know. You're working 24-7, 25-7, because somehow you have an extra hour in the day. Susan doesn't sleep. She works all the time. And she has every, she thinks she's not organized, but she is. She has a wardrobe for any type of event that could come her way. She's got jewelry. She's got styling. She is, oh my God, just the queen of being prepared. I told you I'm going to therapy because I think I don't have my shit together. I need to like be more organized and on top of things. So like, I'm a perfectionist that I don't see it as a work. That's my problem. When people says, what are you doing on Sunday? Like disconnecting my phone, getting my PJs and listen to podcasts like yours and Eric and other people. And reading and watching documentaries. Now I'm, I told you, I've been researching someone that I think is an egomaniac and is me doing more damage than good to dating because he's training men how to con women on the dating side. And like, I do what he does, but I don't lie about it. Right. So I'm really pissed off and I've been following the trail and oops, dude, you messed it up and I found it. That's what I do. That as I don't think it's getting obsessed. I love what I do and I like to go deeper. I broke my lip because for two years I was blindfolding myself to develop my hearing aids. So I met someone who is blind and become blind at the age of 30. And he can pick up and things that nobody else. And that's where I start thinking like, okay, I need to get more. Jason, what is... Jason Bourne is the movie. I yeah. Really good. Oh, yeah. The Bourne Identity. Yeah. The Bourne Identity. Okay. I need to learn to scan a room. I need to listen to the room. So for two years, for two hours, I was blindfolded myself. And my condo in Chicago have a huge stairs. Well, I was in a rush and I forget to put the, the, the block in. And I ended up on the bottom of the stairs with an oh open lip, like from the top tip of my nose to all the way. And I like, I have two lips and I went to the emergency room and my doctor who just happened to be my doctor says, Susan, what you did now? Remember the experiment about developing your censoring? <laughs> well, this time I'm developing my censoring about audit and I forgot to close. I'm like, can you please do something simple? Like taking a yoga class? <laughs> nope. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I think that's what I've loved like the most about our short time together is that you're always challenging me. You're always like giving me something new to read, something new to listen to. You're always asking me questions to just get the wheels turning. And that's been really fun. So for my listeners that don't know, Susan also does courses every week and they're live on, on Facebook. And sometimes you're exploiting or studying like a criminal mind. And I have found that super fascinating too. It's weird because usually I don't like to, watch those types of shows on TV because then, you know, I'm going to bed by myself and I'm like, ah, sleep with the light on. But for some reason, like when you're getting into the human mind and you're like discussing these things, it doesn't bother me in that way. Because I don't think that you need to be scaring people in order to understand human, human behavior. There are two things. People is obsessed to learn face reading, micro expression and body language. And like, great. You can learn, I would say from all the channels that I do, they're true that you cannot read in my book, linguistic and forensic analysis, that the way they, they caught the Una Bomber. 
And the second one is face reading because it's not complicated, it's complex, but you need somebody like we have a question in the group, like this is um, straight eyebrows or pointy eyebrows. And she's mm -hmm. one of my students and says, you need to put the dots on the features and connect the dots. She went through the training, but she was overthinking. So you need mm -hmm. somebody to coach you. But I always says you cannot put what you learn and take it out of humanity. You need to understand humans and you need to understand how they work. So instead to say like, oh, yes, this is a serial killer. This is X and Y. Okay, let's put the context. Let's talk about what happened. Let's talk what you can see. I try to make it relatable with your mm -hmm. everyday life. So I'm not talking about, ooh, Drew Peterson, he killed two, two of his wives. Like, okay, let's learn about him. Let's learn about symmetry, how you can apply it. These are the studies done on the University of Edinburgh. That's what Harvard think about symmetry. That is how we use it in advertising to manipulate your thoughts. I put it in a way that people can relate to. I'm not an expert. I'm learning from my students. That's what I love about the Facebook group. People bring questions where everybody participate. Last mm -hmm. Friday, we spent an hour and a half only with one wrinkle. One wrinkle within an hour and a half that everybody started bringing their own thoughts. And that's where the classes are like blowing. We have more than 200 members on the Facebook group because we make it relatable. You bring your own experience and we use your own experience to use it in your life. Your needs, Erin, are different than mine and the other people. We have MI6, we have FBI, we have captain from the police, and we have people who just is massage therapy. So mm -hmm. in order to relate to others, you need to make it real. Because real life happens when you're too busy trying to get with your life. So you cannot put everything on the same back and mass produce. You need to relate to people and things they can understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely really enjoyed learning from you and from your other students on there. I mean, it's really great how you can interact. And the Facebook Live has been a game changer. I mean, I also think at a time in my life right now where I'm on my fun employment, just exploring another industry and, and all the different possibilities out there is just wild. I mean, the world is your oyster. And that is kind of how we came together and we started to think about different ways to change the dating game. What if what if there was another way to find your match, a way of maybe using face reading or tapping into some of these skills and this talent that you have? And that's what's been really eye-opening and exciting for me. I always says, what you do and what is your business? And people are like, what do you mean? What you do doesn't change. How you apply it, it's the world is your limit. You are your limit. Behavior, when people says where you can apply behavior, I says, let's make it simple, where you cannot. Today, before I talked to you, I was talking with a podcast about sales. And the two guys were like, what the heck? Really? We can apply it in all the things and we didn't realize it. Last Friday, I was talking about with a member of Nexion who was one of the first victims on the cult. And we read the face of Ranieri and how he had two different personalities. I talked to realtors. I talked to lawyers. Yesterday, I was until two o'clock in the morning talking with a hostage negotiator trainer 
and he showed me a video that is one minute fifty, one minute fifty seconds, and we have the body cam of the police officer. We record an hour and a half of analysis and one minute fifty seconds of video, like. How you saw those things, you need to stop thinking like a police and a hostage mm-hmm. trainer, and you need to start looking like a human being. What are the things that are bothering you, not as a police, as a human? The finger pointing, he was scanning the rooms, he working, he can escape. How he approached Iran? Well, he didn't realize that he had a knife on the left. The police get stabbed. So dating, we did a PJ party, it was blowing like people was talking about private things that they wouldn't be talking in another context. But we have people that we're talking like, oh, I never realized that I'd always been looking for love on the wrong place because mm-hmm. I was looking for somebody who's like me, you not know, complimenting me. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing wrong with me. It's about what are my priorities. And when people says like, how two single serial daters can get together to do a dating show? Dude, we have decades. Experience. <laughs> the reason, not decades, decades, <laughs> decades. My accent. You're gonna need to work on that, honey. No, I loved it. <laughs> I destroy names, first impressions. Uh, I have a pattern. It just is not a defect anymore. It's a personality trait. I always says I'm not married because I cannot get a date. It's because my standards are really specific. I'm looking for somebody who can put up with me. Hello. <laughs> Believe me, I try everything. And you have a standards too. You have a type. I like bald, chubby, tall guys. You like chocolate. So <laughs> she knows me so well. <laughs> I know love. And we were kinky and playful and we are independent women. We are been by ourselves for a long time and we don't looking for a sugar daddy. We look for somebody who's our partner in crime. And the idea of the show is to reinforce the things that you want, but more important to understand the one you don't want and what are the things that are important for you. Sometimes we fight for his shaving and leaving the hair on the bat, uh, on the sink. Like you have two bathrooms for a reason. Pick up your fight, give him the other bathroom, give them the other bedroom to have an office. And when you get pissed off because the mess on the bedroom, just go to the hallway and close the room and says, honey, this is your broom. This is your duster. Fix it. It's not my problem. So we need to pick up the fight. We both mm-hmm. had been married before. Mm-hmm. I always have vacation with my friends, even though I was married, and vacation with my husband. We have different. We have a four-bedroom house. We have the luxury at that point. So I have one bedroom for me. He had one bedroom for him one guest bedroom in our bedroom and we have two bathrooms. I have the hallway and he have the master bathroom. Why? Because he was driving me crazy. Like, you know what? Is your bathroom. Now, let's be clear. The towels are dirty. You don't have soap. It's your problem. Uh-huh. This is the, ba- you see? Okay. Let me show you. This is the basket. It's called laundry. <laughs> it's not inside the laundry basket. It's not going to get clean. So if you need to use toilet paper to dry yourself when you're washing, it's your problem or mine. <laughs> but I put those roles before even we move together. And when he says, let's get married, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, the rules are not going to be changing. That you don't know those things until you go through it. 
Oh, for sure. The Bachelorette just ended and Claire picked Dale after 12 days. And honey, he- honey, I watched two pinky movies only to get producer in this show. I need to take a uh, Pepto-Bismol because I, I get sick <laughs> on my stomach. Let's make sure. I watched two movies like the dating or the holidays and something like that. Netflix? What? I like, oh my God, producing this show, you make me watch those movies. It's not for me. So Bachelorette, I know that exists. Mm-hmm. And probably we should do a poll. Every time the one of these shows start, let's do a face reading and a, mm-hmm. and a profile and start doing a poll based on behavior. What do we think that he or she is going to be picking? What about that? Let's make it fun. Oh, I love that idea. I want you to read Claire's face, though, with Dale, the guy she she ended up picking. Because, I mean, I was really excited for her to be the Bachelorette because she's the oldest Bachelorette that they've had. She's 39, so she's my age. And granted, she picked a very handsome man. But, like, for him to drop down on one knee after 12 days is is just wild to me. And <laughs> they both need therapy. She definitely needs therapy, I will say. And she says she's done it, but watching that, I mean, I know things can be edited, but ooh, yeah. The problem with those shows is they have a lot of editing. That's the reason this morning I went through with my team, with all the police recording uh, body cam that I have from last night. One of one of the other profilers on the on the company, she was like, oh my God, Christmas is coming early. Like, Why? Oh my God, it's not editing footage of real like, oh my God, you're messed us. I mess you up. I'm so sorry. No, the reason we are together is because I was messing up. I just waiting for the opportunity to show it. Like, yeah, he's just right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It would be wild to see the unedited version of this just to see, because a lot of it creates the narrative in your brain and it gets skewed and then you formulate an opinion and, and it's hard to get past that opinion. That's what we call dictionary. One of the most difficult parts to be a profiler is to not to be biased. So when somebody sent me a case, like the case I was reviewing last night, the policeman was sending me the videos in real time and I blocked the audio and I was watching with him sharing the screen, the, the, the video. After that, I put the video with the language and after I did my profile, it says, give me the context. And he was like, in one of the pictures he showed me, it was a guy who was a pedophile. And it says, this guy only have three specialties and he know really, he really knows a lot about certain things. He's intelligent, but he's not well read or really broad. And he says, you're right. He was really good in, in, in photography and video and being a pornographer. Like how he didn't have a broad, like for the amount of line he have, he was disconnected from reality that I given a profile. I cannot tell you if this person is a, a pedophile. I can tell you the context of the personality so you can get to this person. So the mm-hmm. same happened with everything in life. You need a context, but you need to learn how to read it. The problem is we use our own dictionary. When you go into a date for the first time, Nobody is nobody is breaking your heart. You build your own expectations. You build that white house with the pig fence and the dog and the kids and the apron. You build a story in your head. And mm-hmm. you met someone who trying to fulfill or fit in that story. What happened is you met the real person. 
And most of the time, it's not the person that you fantasize with. So when you're not going with expectations, but reality, you cannot get deceived. You don't get disappointed. Disappointment mm-hmm. coming when like, oh, this is going to be the one based on what? Well, the text, like, until you're not there and you smell the person, until you don't wake up and that person is snoring, uh-huh. around with your toothpaste, that is horniness. It's not love. Love happened after a year and a half. When you stop making love on the counter and you stop shaving your legs because it's okay. And you're going through a lot of BS and you go into a pandemic. What do you think is the highest number of divorce on the history? Because people was building relationship and things are not real. When you need to spend 24 hours with your partner, like, I don't like you anymore. Right. Well, not everybody had their own separate bedrooms and places to go, right? <laughs> Some people were in little tiny studios sharing space right on top of each other. But I mean, either way, it's funny because whether you're single and you're still looking or you're actually in a relationship and you're dealing with the things that come along with a relationship, it's kind of like a never-ending process. I mean, I was just talking to some girlfriends yesterday and they're either engaged to be married or they are married and they're just kind of like telling me what's going on in their world. And and they look to me and go, oh my gosh, your life looks so glamorous. You can have a different guy or go out with a different guy every day of the week. And I'm stuck at home doing the dishes and fulfilling my wifey duties. And I'm like, oh, you always want what you can't have, right? Because we have the concept that the, the grass is greener on the mm-hmm. next door. And by the way, my neighbor had way greener grass than I have in reality. But anyway, but this is not has to do with gender, Erin. You know that I have male friends. There has been really, really messed up by women. And I have women who has really messed up with by men. It's not a gender. This show is not about to fulfill in the prophecy that men are bad, women are good. Mm-hmm. I would say is either way. Uh, this show is about to Barbie and the devil. We're going to talk about things the other people don't talk. We're going to go to real profiles. Sometimes you're going to hear things about yourself when you want to do a compatibility reading live that maybe you don't want to hear. Like mm-hmm. you're too controlling. You don't give the other space. You're talking too much and your partner need one, two, three. So... It's not going to be walking in roses. It's going to be walking in eggshells because when you're asking why it's not working, everybody forget to look on themselves. Mm -hmm. When it's a victory, you think it's your win. But when it's a lose, you think it's the other person. Well, news for you, all of them are 50-50. What do you say to somebody who doesn't believe in face reading? Like for me, I've always been open to learning about different things and whether it be like face reading when I met you. I mean, I was an instant believer the second you read my face or whether it was me learning about astrology a couple weeks ago or even having my tarot cards read or or visiting with like a psychic. Like when I went to New Orleans, I went to the, the voodoo house or whatever it's called. And I had my fortune read with a lady who had, she literally had like massive chin hairs. I was like, whoa, I mean, she must be something because (laughs) anybody who goes around with these crazy curly chin hairs, she has to be able to tell my future. But what do you say to people who who aren't believers? Don't force things to anybody's door. I I says, I don't do foie gras in your beliefs. If you don't believe, it's okay. 
I will not gonna I, I will not gonna fight you because I found out people who is extremely non-believer they're gonna use everything you tell them to fulfill the prophecy justifying why they don't believe. What I'm saying is how many things has been alive for five thousand years? Face reading is the only one. Microexpressions has been a studies from the Darwin since 1872, because it was just 100 years before I was born. So that's the reason I remember the date. And body language, the oldest book exists is from 1500. And by the way, I've lost that book in, in a flood in my office. Really painful. It was on, I was looking for that book for years. I'm looking for a replacement now. But Face reading was developed to understand health issues, and most of the time is used to do self to 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 diagnose like urology. It's an alternative way to medicine. I took face reading from the Western standpoint and put it with body language in another, and I do face reading profiling. It's an area of expertise that it didn't exist. So there are two ways to have non-believers. I can know if you're not going to be a believer for three features or four features in your face. I was doing a conference with a marine group. They call us for the profiler task for the, the, the show that we have on Wednesday when we uh, dissect uh, serial killers and we talk about graphology, we talk about face reading, body language, and linguistic. And they got fast, this group of marine, they got so fascinated with the show, they call us to be alive like, holy cow, I have a dude coming to my computer, make sure I wasn't recording like through four, five levels of security. We finally get there and the colonel who was coordinating the team and says, well, I have a couple of people who doesn't believe in face reading. says, colonel, give me a chance. Everybody who have this, 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 and this get behind the camera. And people start getting out behind the camera. Uh-huh. You don't believe in face reading for these, 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 and these. So you probably have this personality. That's what happened. And it says, if you believe in what I'm saying and you think it's accurate, come and go back to your seating. The nine uh-huh. people who didn't believe, the nine of them come back to the seating. And one of them says, I'm so sorry, man. I apologize for even doubting what you're doing. Two of them contact me after. I don't know if I like you or I'm the most scared person in the world only to talk to you. Two of them, and there have been my students on the classes that I have online, and says, two of them, four males, says, how do you know I don't believe and I have those things in my face? Because I have it too. So the first time I had my face read, I didn't believe it. Actually, I challenged the guy. And he's still pissed off with me because I challenged. Okay, I'm calling you only to prove you they're wrong uh-huh. because I don't believe the BS. And he says, shut up and send me your picture. Like, rude, dude, what is wrong with you? He's a lawyer. He's retired. But we still meet in every other week for the last couple of decades. I say, right, decade? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he called me a couple of days later and he talked for 15 years, 15 months, uh, look like years, 15 minutes on the phone. And he says, this and this and this and this. And like, you have a question like, yes, don't worry. You're in the next class. I see you in Dallas in two weeks. Like, how am I going to ask you, where is your next class? Because you have pointy, really pointy eyebrows and everything about with you is about knowledge. And the wrinkles on the top of your pointy eyebrows has nothing to do with the eyebrows. It's your process thoughts. So you don't believe in the beginning, but as soon as you are Mm. proof, 
wrong and the other person prove you right, it's going to become your religion. Mm. So I found out people who have those features, there's difficult for, for them to believe. You have people who says, oh, you do phrenology. No, phrenology is what the Nazi use. I don't do phrenology. I don't determine if you're a serial killer, if you're uh, less or more intelligent. I help you to better understand others. But until you don't understand yourself, why yeah. you do out there? If you don't know your own traits and your own up and down, again, stop pointing out there. Start looking cleaning your own house before you complain somebody have the porch dirty. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree. And I think that's been one of the funnest things about the process of getting to know you and spending time with you as well is I've had a lot of face reading and I've had a lot of feedback from you and all of it has been validated and all of it is so true to who I am. And it's just fun to learn because you start to pick things up and you can do it just off the cuff because you've been doing it for so long. But now I will notice somebody or I will see somebody on an app and you're almost influencing my behavior as well because I caught a catfish on Bumble. I don't know if I told you that, but I know. By the the way, from all the reasons that we did, it's not that I'm not surprised and I catch you, but it was the reading of your brother. Because Uh, mm -hmm. it was like, it's your brother, so you can get bias and things that I says. And he was like, oh my God, I normalized and I didn't realize I know him because it's my brother for so long Then I didn't realize, but that, that hit him. So for all the reasons that we did together, your brother was the one who like, wow. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And I remember you saying something about his face. You could he read had two like personality, his... one in his personal life, yep. and business life. And if you know him on an intimate setting, he's going to be one person. But in his business, is going to be another one. <clears throat> and he's harsh on the business and people don't get it and think that it's a personality problem. Like, no, he have extremely compartmentalized what is private and what is public. But... There's no way I can maybe BS with people that you kind of know, but it's your brother. It's your blood. You know your brother. I know my brother. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know if you remember Kirsten from the PJ party. She's the first person that you read. When you read my brother, she messaged me and she said, I wonder if it has something to do also with like his hairline because his hairline is actually different on both sides. And she's, I wonder if there's like a professional side and you like a personal side of his kind of hairline. I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, that she knows. I don't remember the picture, but I do remember the concept. But yeah, he have a completely different. But I want to know how you catch uh, catfish, you say, in Bumble? Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, some sort of inner detective is coming out in me (laughs) from spending so much time with you. You start having fun. (laughs) I am. So, you know, I kind of go back and forth on the apps. Sometimes I'm really into it and I go in with the right mindset and stuff. And then other times I'm just like, okay, like this is what we have to deal with. Let's go for it. So I was on Bumble and I came across this profile and I noticed that his pictures were a certain way. There was something just, I hate to use the word fishy since I'm calling him a catfish, but there was just something not right about his photos. And then I was reading also his, not bio, but like he has 
questions, prompts that he can answer. And I'm like this. So so I'm always convinced that women are the ones doing this because of the language that they use, the grammar that they use, and also their use of emojis. I don't feel like men use a ton of emojis, nor do I notice a lot of men who use, let's say, three exclamation points after a sentence. I feel like that's a very feminine thing to do. I don't know if you've noticed that. I know you also spent some time. I do anonymous letters. I found out the gender, the race, the age, the education, and the background of a person for a file. I have a, a letter that I use in my class, but I don't publicly use that letter because it was given to a client to me. But it says, when the client sent it to me, it says, wait, wait a minute. I know who the person is. Wait a minute. I just sent you the letter. Stay on the call. It's a woman between 55 and 65. Uh-huh. It's African-American. It's not highly conventional educated, but reading, read, she read a lot. She read all literature. She is an introvert. She probably have this and this, these features. And suddenly I see the guy moving the head. I said, <laughs> wait a minute, I need to talk to my assistant. And he called me next day and says, she confessed sending the, the anonymous letter. So I was off. She was 53. I wow. said 55 to 65. And it's not difficult. That's how they caught the Una Bomber. Yeah. When Una Bomber sent the manifest, they find out that his English was too perfect. Mm. Only to make clear. Normal is the, the average American use only 1,000 words from the American dictionary. We have 3,000. So if your English is too perfect, you probably are an academic high-level PhD or you're not American. Why? Because when you learn in the language, you learn words that they're born in America they don't use. So when people criticize my language, I'm like, do you know that I'm the person who did less mistakes in this webinar or in this keynote speaking, but because I have an accent, they go harder on me. So being so perfect, the way he used errata or content, they found out that he was from Chicago, that he was well-educated, that he is isolated, not only for the things that you, he says, it's for the things he avoids to say. Ah, so mm-hmm. there are styles on writing. Yeah, definitely women have a different way to write. Their words, they're extremely difficult to find in a women language and a men language. And it has nothing to do with your sexual preferences. It has to do with the why gender is coded in your brain. Your brain. So uh-huh. you can define, the first thing you define if it's a woman, women writing the, the thing profile. So you got it. Yeah. So I, then I took, and I've got this from the actual show on MTV, but I took (laughs) the photo and I uploaded it and and did a Google image search. Yeah. And then very quickly I found the, you know, photo and who it was associated with. And I went and I clicked on his social media and he was actually from another country, but I was able to copy his name and and some of the stuff to indicate to Bumble how they could locate him too and, and compare the two together. But this is the first time that I've submitted somebody for doing that. And they actually got back to me and they removed the person from the community, which I thought was great because this one was kind of a, a weird situation. I, I had. Come, okay, wait, wait. We should change the name instead to the Barbie and the devil. It's like super Barbie and the devil because you're <laughs> like, you are like taking like the justice. Maybe we need to do something with like the Church of Liberty or give you a super custom. <laughs> I think we need to come out with a super custom for you. 
You can give me a cape and I'll be happy. <laughs> pink. You need to be pink. Yeah, I will take a pink cape. What I thought to myself is, sure, like I went down a little rabbit hole with it, but there is a woman out there who matched with that man and is mm-hmm. messaging that man for God knows days weeks, months, thinking that there is a chance that they are going to meet up and there is no chance in hell. And that makes me sad. <laughs> and this pandemic has bring the best and the bad from people, but everybody's mildly depressed. You and I, everybody, like we, we are, we're deprived of the basic human interaction and needs that we usually have. Me as an introvert was in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, I don't need to meet with people. But after so many months, like, I miss my friends. I'm not going to have Thanksgiving with them. We're not going to have, we didn't have 4th of July. That was a tradition that we spent in my beach house. And I have, like, friends sleeping all over the, the house and in, in inflatable mattress. And that's where I start should. So when somebody's playing with those needs that you have, that is when, like I tell you, then I've been following that, the guy who teach other guys how to trick women no, I know this is a game. I just want to be part of the game. When I'm playing chess, I want to know what are the color of my or my queen. Like when I'm playing playing badgammon, I want to know if my my pieces are white or black. But I want to know that I'm playing badgammon. So if you play badgammon with my life, that's when I have a problem. No, oh, that's a good way to look at it. I didn't even consider that, but yeah. You know, I have a weird brain that put. I I love your brain. I think your brain is fantastic, <laughs> which is why I always enjoy your perspective. But I think coming to you, I was like, oh, we can kind of reinvent like the way people meet. I mean, we are so reliant on these dating apps right now. And why? Because that's the way the industry has gone. That's the way, obviously, it's made it during the pandemic. There are men who are, and probably women too, that are not on these apps that are great catches out there. And how do we tap into that? Where do we find them? But I mean, I'm even thinking about the people who are partaking in your classes, people who are into similar interests, who are using their brain, who are learning, who are driven, who are doing things that are productive to keep themselves busy? Well, one of the things that I think people are going to understand with our show, again, barbieandthedevil.com, look for us. It's going to be funny. <laughs> and you're going to find out who's the Barbie, who's the devil. Not too Real difficult quick. to understand. Look for the tail and the wings. <laughs> and by the way, the angel is the blonde. The bitch is the black hair. So you're going to identify it's really easy is that actually online dating is an advantage because you are not jumping on the first day, not jumping in bed. You're taking your time to meet the other person. So you have time to bet the person you're going to meet. You have the chance to go deeper on the thoughts that you have and ask the right questions. It has nothing to do with the other person is doing the right questions. But another thing that we need to talk, and we're going to talk, is about safety. Mm-hmm. So you have Google numbers too that you can use so you don't give your real number, how much information you give about your family. If you're putting your kids in your profile, we're going to go through profile and like, no, no, that is you calling a pedophile to come to you. And I know sounds like a punching on your balloon, but the truth to be told, you're exposing yourself and other in your family to certain circumstances because nobody explained you what not to do. Everybody yeah. tell you what to do. Nobody tell you what not. And coming from hostage negotiation and working from police is like, what 
the heck this person was thinking about it. And we have predators and again, and all the genders. But if you know how to utilize online dating and a pandemic, actually you can go deeper and better on a relationship because you're not building in the chemistry. You're building in something that is going to go further and deeper as your thoughts. Now you need to put who you are out there and pick on who the other person is too. So instead to see things as a problem, I'm seeing some like a solution. Like the Chinese people says, crisis have a different meaning for them. For them mean opportunity. So this crisis can give you the opportunity to go deeper and not wasting so many times going in a day that is not going to work. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hard because trying to identify what app works for you, knowing which apps have the right mix of the type of person you're looking for, how are you going to get the best response? So I can't wait till we dive into these courses and really get to the nitty gritty, what everybody out there is looking for and what they want to hear from us. Well, the good news is we're going to be live every Thursday. I just sent a picture to my next meeting says like running late. That's how you, uh, how you manage multitasking. Well, people (laughs) Uh, the first show is going to be recorded because it's Thanksgiving, but maybe we can make Black Friday fun doing on Thursday. So every Thursday, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 6 Pacific Standard Time, we're going to be live on YouTube. You can send your pictures. You're going to have the email where you can send your pictures. You can send profiles. You can jump on the call with us and change your, change your name. Nobody needs to know who you are blocking your camera. We're not going to be showing neither the pictures of the profile, but we're going to be talking about certain features. Maybe we're going to use famous people to show and demonstrate the, the features because it's obviously this is really visual. We're going to be talking about what you're doing right and wrong on your profile why this, the text on the profile is not working. Most people going with the pictures, pay attention what the words. Mm-hmm. Remember, we are catching more lies for what they say, they, what they do. People don't pay attention to the words. So starting the weekend of the week of November 26th, and let me know if I mess it up with the, the dates, 8 p.m., again, Central Standard Time. Barbie is in L.A. Ooh-hoo. The demo is in Chicago. <laughs> so November 26th, uh, again, 8 p.m. my time. If you're in New York, 9 yours, Pacific, 6 p.m., grab a little nice uh, glass of wine or whatever is your beverage of your uh, preferences. By the way, we're going to teach people how to determine people's personalities based on the drinks they want to have. Oh my God. I love it. I freaking love it. Team Tequila. Let's go. <laughs> uh, because you're bubbly, kinky, and you like adventure. You always like new things. We oh know that. Oh my God. Yes, that is true. Uh, I can't wait for this. This is going to be so much fun and huge. I Tune in, everybody. You won't want to miss this. And by the way, not only are you going to have the chance to interact with Erin and myself, Barbie and the Devil, learn things about our own experience and experience the people that we share, we are going to be teaching you how to do it. Let's watch. We're launching amazing classes when we're going to take dating to a level that nobody was taking before. What happened when you put a serial killer profiler 
with a serial dater. Barbie and the devil, you're only going to have fun. <laughs> that is true. And I am enjoying the ride already. Me too. That I... can be sound kinky and turn the ride, but let's leave that from the show. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Love you, love. I see you <laughs> in the next <laughs> show. <laughs> Right, guys thank you so much for tuning into your such a catch if you want to be a student of the school of love hit a girl up at your such a catch.com backslash school of love sign up for your course today remember we are taking pre-registration right now so we will give you the exact date when the courses will be launched but you get a little break in savings right now and if you want to take advantage of any of our fun services maybe you want a face reading maybe you want to plan a little girls night in, you can book those directly from the site. So again, you're such a catch.com backslash school of love. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait for you to see me live. I guess I'm doing it, you guys. So Barbie and the devil coming soon. <laughs> this is real life, you guys. And I have a feeling it is going to be great. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.